Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is a Daily Dose of Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, our MCAT, Luna, is decided to hang out inside because outside is still kind of drizzly and, and not very, um, not very spring-like. So, um, so we're back in here on the couch. And today's question relates to getting stuff done and how often, you know, if we don't have a handle on our empathy, it can actually interfere with our activities of daily living. So let's get right into today's question, which is, how do I keep my empathy from disrupting my daily activities? Welp, that has been a question for empaths probably since they became empaths. It is sort of walking two worlds when we have this connection to literally everything and different things can come in and different energies can affect us. And sometimes, yeah, you end up not being able to get to the dishes or cleaning out the cat box or um, a lot of other things. Maybe sometimes a work environment is you know, has an energetic to it that could be either difficult to manage or downright toxic. And being empathic can make that difficult, which means you don't get the stuff done that you need to get done. And that can affect our lives in different ways and to different degrees. So it is a very valid question. And it is another reason why it's that much more important to be able to bring your empathy into a place of management. It can disrupt, you know, like I said, simple things from household chores and getting things done. Because what happens is the empath feels overwhelmed. And sometimes it reaches a point where it just drains the energy. And when it gets to that point of being drained, it's really hard to find the motivation to get up and to do things and to take care of stuff because it is, you know, you just don't feel like you have it in you that little things seem to be just, oh God, I don't even, I don't even want to. So how do we deal with that? Well, first off, by recognizing that you're in an energetic mode, either you're transmitting or you're receiving or something is going on, you are connected up with some type of energetic. And it means that, you know, we have to be able to stop, take a breath. If you're feeling like, you know, let's say you make yourself a list of things that you need to do and you just cannot manage to get to it. If these are things that in your, in your mentality, in your mind, you know, okay, these are things that I need to get done. And yet something is preventing you stop and take a look at it. Take a look at what is preventing me from doing this. Why aren't I taking care of this? Even though I know it needs to be taken care of. Now, some parts of that may be, um, aspects of clinical depression. And if you might be, you know, dealing with something like that, then yeah, you need to take care of that. You need to pay attention to it because it's important. Maybe it's not, 
I mean, it's never nothing when people say it's like, oh, well, it's just nothing. No, it's never nothing. It's always something. Now, what level of, of intensity that something is, that's where we need to take a look. If it's that, you know, if you've been having a hard time with, um, with getting going, if, if you're having difficulty sleeping, if you take no joy in things that once gave you joy, then contact a professional, contact someone who can be able to assist you with diagnosing that. If you've either been evaluated or it doesn't fall in those areas, but you just don't feel like you have energy, then um, I would consider the fact that maybe you're dealing with some energies attached, either attached to you or that are distracting you and taking your energy away from what you need to deal with. Because it, it can, you know, if you're around a lot of people who are very afraid, who are very depressed, who are very, you know, disheartened, you're going to catch that. You're going to assume that resonance and it will be as if that's your own, you know, unique feeling. So take a look at it. Take, stop and take a breath and say, okay, is this from me or could this be from someone else? Could I be picking up on this? Think about the people that you interact with. Think about the people you're close to. Is one of them dealing with something like that? Is someone else near you exhibiting those qualities? And if there is, then consider that it may just be that you're a little too resonant with that person right in that moment. So what I would suggest for those who um, are able to resonate with stones or, you know, who are able to find something, basically find that thing that grounds you. We talked about that, about, you know, if stones ground you, if the idea of earth grounds you, get a stone and hold it and put your focus, your attention and your empathy into that stone. Because what it does is it brings you to a place of stillness and it actually separates you from other energies coming in and out. You just find that stillness. And that's one of the main practices that will help allow us to learn how to turn off our empathy. And that was, that was the main way that I learned was through stones. Now, if you ground to something else, find that thing that you ground with. Direct your attention to it. Direct your empathy into it. You know, just picture that resonating with the energy of whatever that is. If it's fire grounds you, then light up a candle and just sit and focus on it. If water grounds you, you know, take a shower, take a bath, listen to um, terrain sounds, you know, just, you know, sit back, close your eyes and, you know, find, download some, you know, rain ambient music and be able to listen to that. If the air, you know, grounds you, then, you know, open a window, turn on a fan, you know, step outside. If there's a breeze, catch that. Or you can also listen to uh, ambient sounds of like a windstorm. That will ground you. So the key to being able to shift your way out of getting stuck is to find what grounds you, hold on to it, bring all your attention to it, separate yourself from external influences, and then take a breath and then again look at it and say, okay, is this mine? And more than likely, the answer you'll get is no, because you will have been broken off from whatever the source of it is. Then 
go back to your to-do list, pick the easiest thing on it, the most basic thing on it. Do that one thing and then sit down, have some tea, have a cup of coffee, whatever, distract yourself, um, you know, watch a funny video or something or whatever, you know, to get your mind out of that, you know, and, and praise yourself for getting that one thing done. Say, you know what? Go me. I did good. Yay me. Honor the fact that you got that one thing done, step away and come back. Now, if it's a situation where you're at work and it's, you know, you're having that disruption, find a way to have an image or, or that thing that grounds you, have it present with you. If you have, you know, music on your phone and you can stick an, stick an earbud in and, you know, or, or headphones in and listen to that while you're at work, you know, just take five minutes you know, if you're sitting at your desk, take five minutes and just listen to that ambient sound. Um, you can't exactly usually light up fires in the office, but you can pull up an image, you know, of, of a video of like either a fireplace or you can listen to ambient sound of it. You know, they, they've got sounds recorded for everything. So um, find it. And that way you can bring it in, you know, headphones on, you can go into that space. Maybe it's listening to a mantra. Maybe it's a particular type of music, you know, indulge in that, find a way to bring that into your workspace. Because if you can take little breaks and break away from it, go into your grounding. Even if, if you ground a stones, you keep a stone on you and hold on to it. Keep it in your pocket or, or have it on your desk and you can interact with it. But just by taking like five minutes at your desk, going into that grounded space, giving yourself a chance to separate from what's going on around you and then breathe. And then it's like, okay. And then you picture that shell around you. You picture that barrier. You stay, you hold that feeling of what it feels like to be grounded and make that your focus, make that your reality. It's tricky, but it can be done. And all it takes is practice. And after a while, you reach the point where you'll be able to just, oh, that's not mine. Boom. You know, I, I promise you'll be able to do that at some point. And if you have, you know, questions about this or you have a particular situation that you want to check with me about that I might be able to help you with, then please feel free to contact me through my Twitter page, my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And my email address is in the description because I do want to help folks to be able to find that balance point. So thank you for joining me. And if you like this video, please press like. And according to the analytics, about half of my the people who watch my videos are not subscribers. So if you're one of them, please subscribe. That would really help out the channel and help me out a lot and help grow this community. If you've already subscribed, Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And we've reached 100, and now we're just going to move forward from here. And if you would like to support the channel at a higher level, you can uh, visit my Patreon page. And for as little as $2 a month, we can you can be able to support the channel and, you know, support new equipment and cameras and all that kind of stuff. And I will be able to, um, you know, 
improve. I really want to improve and, you know, raise the gradient on the channel and the episodes that I put out. So again, thank you for joining me, joining us. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and See you tomorrow.